Hey, group chat. I know y'all see my text. There's tea to be spilled. Each week, we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture, news, dating, and our lives as Black millennial women. We're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can. This is Black Girls Texting with Chelsea, Glenn, and Shade. Welcome back to another episode of Black Girls Texting. It's me, Sade. Chelsea Pinky's here too. And so is Glenn, aka the brat of Bedsty. We are so excited for another episode of Black Girls Texting. And I'm going to let you guys know we're trying something new. We are. We're trying something new. We want to freshen it up. It's a new year. Um, keep the episodes tight and right for you listeners. We're adding a new saison. Yes. So give us some feedback. Leave a comment. Leave a message. Let's get started. On red or reply. So this week, it's not how was your weekend. It is actually what are you leaving on red and what are you replying to from your week? How fucking cute is that? So cute. Who wants to go first? Chelsea, kick it off, sis. (laughs) You're a biatch. Okay. So, <laughs> so I'm leaving my eyebrows on red. Look at them. They are, they are, they're red, actually. They're bright red. Um, but the funny thing is, you would think that, like, I would be, like, you know, the village ogre and no one would be looking at me. But I just walked home and this man was like, hey, yo, ma, you beautiful, ma. I was like, are you blind? My well, eyebrows look like McDonald's arches. For, for, for the listeners, what did you do to your eyebrows, Chelsea? For those okay. who can't see these beautiful things on your face. So so eventually, hopefully, they'll be beautiful. Um, and if if they are beautiful, I'll let you all know where I got them done. But until then, not giving any free ads here. Um, but I got microblading. So basically, it's like a face tattoo. So basically, I'm bad to the bone because I got a face tattoo, two face tattoos four times because this is my touch up. Remember when Chelsea used to say, you never put a whatever, blah, blah, blah on a Bentley. Yes, yes, yes. You never put a bumper sticker on a Bentley. So I have no tattoos on my body. Um, And I don't really consider this a tattoo. Technically, it's more like semi-permanent makeup. Um, That's my on red. And then for my reply this week, um, at first I thought it was an on-red, but I'm going to try to be positive. It's a new year. I actually got two accounts added to my portfolio at work. Um, So initially I was like, oh, this is definitely on-red, but like it's going to give me better visibility. And that's something we spoke about, you know, taking the reins professionally. Yes, So I'm going to reply to the fact that my portfolio is growing and I just gained two major department store accounts. Boss team. We love to see it. Glenn, what's your red and what are you putting on? What are you replying to this week? Oh, Jesus Lord. Okay. I am going to start with the positive thing. I'm going to reply to Jasmine Sullivan's Hotels. That album, I can't stop listening to it. So good. It's so good. The Ari Lennox. Back to slamming on the table. Oh my God. (laughs) The Ari Lennox um, song is so good. Did you have sex to it yet? No. um, And that's the thing I'm going to leave. Something I'm going to leave on red is uh, 
someone told me, the one person who be in my bed, told me that they cannot see me until February 1st. It is now mid-January. So I'm like, are you quarantining? Do you, <laughs> were you exposed to the virus? I am not sure. What's the reason? What, what is the, the reason? reason? <laughs> <laughs> I don't quite know. We have not got received the answers yet, but. Uh, I hope it ain't nice. I, I, I'm going to assume because they told me that they're working on like a project and he gets very like laser focused with things. So I'm like, okay, maybe he's just like taking some time to get very like, I don't know, maybe he put himself on a deadline. But I'm like, the two week time frame is quite triggering in this um, day and age. So I'm like, is it coronavirus related? Because I'm over right. here getting COVID tested left and right, trying to make sure that everything is good and fine so that I could, you know, rendezvous with you. And you talking about February 1st. Or is it like a itchy weenus? <laughs> itchy scratchy? No, no, ma'am. Ew. Wait, did was, you get tested, by the way? I did. I'm awaiting my results. They come tomorrow. Okay, which is so why I was like, I, <laughs> I, I gave a date. I said, okay, so Thursday, you can come over. And he said, I can't see you until February 1st. Anyway, Ask I, him. Ask him if he has COVID. Is that like a personal question? No, that is an essential question and very like reasonable. Sorry, Chelsea just exposed her eyebrows in the camera because she's been hiding them and I'm dying laughing. Wow, okay. I can't even be calm and relax my shoulders around friends. Thanks. Oh, God. Shade, what are you leaving on red and replying to? That's not kind. Um, I am replying to being back home in my routines and my life. It's cute getting my house in order, um, never ending story, it feels, but this is uh, post 25, right? I'm leaving on red, this like existential crisis I had. You know what? I don't know if I want to leave that on red though, because I feel like the existential crisis is important for growth. I don't know. I'm semi leaving moment, it on red. Like the it's, moment you left it on red, probably. Sure. I, I mean, called like 50,000 people about it, but... <laughs> But yes, it's always the shit that doesn't feel good, but it's like the hard work. So it's yeah, you can leave it on red. It's yeah, that um, catalyst, if you will. You'll reply to it in some months or a year. I fucking love existential crises. I just adore them. You would. Why? What? Who adores existential crises? Wait, so just tell us more about it, it though. It, instead of listening to this loca. <laughs> I was just like, I'm really, I was more so just like, I don't feel inspired by my work. It's like not like really doing it for me. It's not tooting my horn. And then I was like, like, do I even want to do this? What do I want to do? How can I just kind of like be self-sufficient? But I like my money and my lifestyle. So, you know, it just went down the rabbit hole. Is it like a, like a star alignment? Don't you guys follow that? Because remember, I had this feeling like a few weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, you're probably in your Saturn return, which is like that time between, what is the age range? Like tw starting at 27? Oh, I'm not there yet. The lies. <laughs> <laughs> so, no comment on that for Chelsea, but yes. But I feel like when you're having an existential crisis, and that's why I say I like it, like them kind of, I feel like I'm alive. I'm like, oh shit. I feel like very present. 
because I'm able to be like, oh, this does not feel right. Like, I don't like this. I don't know. I think they're important. So I'm right. And discomfort yeah. means that you're growing because if you are totally comfortable, then you're not really growing. You're just stagnant. Right. Right. And you're just like going with the flow kind of you need like a little a moment mm-hmm. to be like, wait, hold up. Let's shake this shit up. Let's make sure that this is that everything is good. You know? Yes. Let's ascend. Let's check in. No, I'm going to leave that on red. All of those states. That's my red for the week. But is anybody making y'all's hotline bling? Because somebody has been fucking blowing up my phone. Oh, do tell. Who could it be? Motherfucking Chelsea Pinky. Same, sis. (laughs) No one's texting y'all. Please. uh, All day and all night about Eidos and clubhouse rooms. <laughs> she needs oh, and you <laughs> should want to know about your people. Chelsea Both needs a you. fucking intervention. <laughs> She's pinging me into rooms on clubhouse. She's talking to me on our group chat about her Eidos friends. She's obsessed. So I'm obsessed. I, I, my hotline blingeth. From my your hotline good blingeth. I started screenshotting like all the rooms she'll ping me into because the names are so absurd. And I'm gonna make a collage, and then I don't know. I'm gonna like scrapbook it and deliver. You're it. annoying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about Shade pinging her hotline about vaccine this and vaccine that and COVID? in america and covid this that is true shade does just send this random um copy and pasted blurbs chunks of text from articles she was it's not like a screenshot from an article it's a copy and paste right and, and you're not even citing it. the you're not even citing the source you pilferer you're like acting like it's your words like you're dr falquisha <laughs> You should send the links. No facts. So I'm like, I'm reading it like, wait, oh. who wrote this? <laughs> you know what? Right. Did right. Dr. Sade come up with this? You're right. Sometimes I just, something really just stands out to me and I just, I just copy it and I send it over. But you know what? I will send you the full link next time. Because I cannot take credit. Too. I cannot well, take credit. Well, did you all see the link that I sent as it relates to ADOS? See, si, see. Si. Did you so see it though? <laughs> Not sure, I can't keep up. Which one? <laughs> okay, so it's called My Great Grandfather, the Nigerian Slave Trader. It was an article in the New Yorker. Hmm. Very interesting stuff, and I learned it from my ADOS friends. That sounds like a good read. I will I'll have to scroll up through the long thread of things that you've sent and try to find it. Wow, the drama. Anyways, it's quite a thread. It is kind of like the definition of hotline bling, but we digress. My good sis, that's a black girl doing shit. So my black girl doing shit this week, um, to educate you hoes, is assistant chief Yogananda, I hope I said your name right, Pittman, will be the acting chief of the U.S. Capitol Police after the former head chief resigned. I wonder why. Um, Pittman was one of the first black female supervisors to attain the rank of captain. And while this is seemingly temporary, it is just another example of Black women having to come clean up y'all mess and save y'all asses. So, shout outs to Captain Pittman. I hope she can just like keep the shit together because as you can see from the episode title, we're going to get into the shenanigans that is Vanilla Isis. Ah, Not Vanilla Isis. (laughs) Takes me out every damn time. I cannot take credit for that. I tried to find the CNN anchor's name who said that, or she was like a guest. No, it was the founder of um, one of the Black Lives Matter. No, Cray, Cray, Cray. 
uh damn i forgot her name but it was one of the co-founders of black oh uh, okay because i only saw the clip and then you know i'm trying to go through group chats on group chats to be like who sent that what was her name but i think um, it was alicia garza oh, but yes glenn yes vanilla <laughs> isis too good too good all right y'all it's time for the group chat so that just leads us to the group chat ladies oh if you don't know then you might live on another planet. But there was a four-hour insurrection inciting capital terror led by y'all's president, 45, we will not say his name, in which many white supremacists, Proud Boys, QAnon, um, women with Trump, grab me by the pussy type ladies, decided to... <laughs> I feel like I should be a newscaster. Decided to storm the Capitol. Um, it was very ghetto. It was very much an embarrassment. And it was all incited by, by 45. He decided to, and I quote, say, we're going to have to fight much harder and essentially told people that they cannot go down without a fight. So I don't know what he thought that that meant or he was like, Oh, it was a figurative fight, but these motherfuckers took it rather literally and just went and acted a whole damn fool and broke into the Capitol, which is supposed to be the most, one of the most guarded, secure places in, if not the world, America. So, and also I thought like they like love America and like love, you know, everything traditional and like our government and all that stuff. And like they did that. Also, you know how I get those text messages from text messages from Donald Trump. So I got a text message from him today at 242 um, before the announcement was made that he was he was impeached in the house or in okay yeah anyways I got the text message and it says in light of reports of more demonstrations I urge that there must be no violence no law breaking and no vandalism of any kind that is not what I stand for and it is not what America stands for. I call on all Americans to help ease tensions and calm tempers. Thank you. The message right before that, though, <laughs> said, Congress is voting to certify or object to the election results. President Trump needs you to stand with him against this faulty election. Please donate and a link. Why are we still talking about a faulty election, my guy? Like, the, the like little um little like messages he just sprinkles in like I'm so curious where you all were <laughs> um when the news started to break because I'm I'm working from home right now right so I just finished Zoom teaching I was curled up in my bed about to watch something on my TV whatever one of my friends who lives in the UK was like girl your country is a hot mess. And I was like, um, sir, stop talking about us. No we way. just we just flipped the shit in Georgia. We are ha- we are celebrating today. He was like, sis, are you not watching the news? I turn the wow. shit on and see these people acting a damn fool. And we're in the group chat wilding out, right? And waiting for Trump to give his speech. And he's calling these people, um, telling them that he loves them. What else? What other crazy shit did he, he say? He said he's, that they were like patriots and- Yes. And yeah. It he was, said, he's like, he, yeah, he still said, I, I understand why you're angry. We, we, you know, this election was stolen. Does that make people really feel like they shouldn't be out there still fighting? 
You know what I mean? Like, right. Because if the election was stolen, which it wasn't, then I would understand, okay, there needs to be a revolution because it's democracy, right? We have to fight for democracy. But y'all lost fair and square. You so lost. it's an empty fight. It's very scary. There's like that many people that are like, like drinking the Kool-Aid that heavily. And, you know, I have a, a lifelong dreams of being a cult leader in another, yes. <laughs> another time. And I'm like, wow, he did it right. Like he really found the special sauce. No, high key. I've been thinking about this too. It's like, and he kind of stumbled upon it. Like, I don't think that Donald Trump ever imagined he would be leading like this tribe of white supremacists who white have felt- white, Vanilla ISIS, who have felt <laughs> long ignored, who have been holding on to this like very, uh, holding on to these like Southern pre-Civil War ideals. Like those are not Trump's people, but like a cult leader, he is emboldened by people who adore him. So you find people that look up to you and you are you preside over them. So he just is like hype that people fucking respect him. He don't even understand them. The shit is crazy. It makes no fucking sense. I was at, <laughs> I was at Soho House <laughs> in Miami sitting on a little cabana. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what the fuck is going on? And like, just so many pictures being sent, picture after picture, then it's like someone was shot in the neck. Then it's like the the Congress, you see pictures of them like crouched in behind like their seats. And I was like, what the fuck? And the picture that really threw me for a loop, which I'm sure everyone has seen at this point, is there's like basically like a standoff and there's like guns being pointed at this door. So it's like definitely security versus whomever decided to, come up in there and I'm like hmm no one no one's getting shut up no one that part I'm not seeing much tear gas I'm not seeing many batons this is very interesting this is very interesting and I'm not gonna lie I thought some hateful thoughts and I'm gonna keep those to myself but I was just like what the fuck it would have been a massacre okay if BLM tried some shit like that if it was a BLM protest can you imagine if those people were brown with their heads wrapped, speaking Arabic or any type of language that sounded similar? They would have dropped a bomb on that whole, like on that whole group of people. Oh, terrorism attack. Like they're terrorists so we can kill them. Yep. It's true. Cause it's like you, you storm a government building, you storm a building. That's a, that's a, that's an attack straight like that. Oh, but it looks like, oh, these are the people of our country. Literally, I've been seeing more and more photos come out and you're just watching like police and people that are supposed to be patrolling that building standing to the side. And those people have been arrested. Some of them niggas have been corralled, riled up. I've heard- They're crazy. Yeah, I was just gonna say like over a hundred people have been arrested, which I was surprised as as it was happening. I was like, oh, they ain't gonna arrest nobody, but- Mm -hmm. Wait, I have two things. Actually, three things. The first thing is, did y'all see the video of the black man, though, who he was like a black security guard and they were like all chasing him. But do you know what he was doing? He was distracting them. Yeah. Because the door was open and they were about to get like elected officials like and he distracted him. He put himself on the line like in front of a racist mob. So first of all, kudos to you. Wouldn't have been me, but 
you're a hero. Yeah. Um, shout out to secondly, shout out to him. Secondly, all those people are now on like no fly list, which is hilarious. The videos <laughs> of them getting dragged off planes or like not being able to be on the plane or getting like arrested once they land. It's hilarious. And like they're resisting arrest. So I want to see somebody's ass get beat because you're not supposed to resist arrest, right? Oh, I saw some, I saw some things. This whole, this woman like decided she was going to just act a fool and like flail around. And this man was like, she has kids. And he was like, we know we we've dealt with this before when people have had kids and it was a black officer arresting. Yes. (laughs) And I was like, oh, now this person has kids. Don't do this in front of the kids when people dead ass get shot in front of their fucking kids. Are you kidding me? Suck a dick. Woo. Yeah, um, that actually reminds me of uh, Miriam Carey, a black woman who had a mental health crisis. She was shot five times and killed by the U.S. Capitol Police in 2013 for simply trying to breach security barriers. She was unarmed and had her 13 month old baby in the car. They shot her five times. One woman. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Oh, she was black in case that wasn't obvious. A black woman. Yes. The double standard is sickening and I've seen so many think pieces that I really appreciate um, that are opening up this conversation around how we love to say like, we need to heal. This is not our America. This is so unlike us. And people are like, this is the epitome of America. This is the fucking, and like the, this is how America was founded. Like niggas love a little revolution. They don't want, they don't want us to have our rights. When we get something, they're like, oh, Tulsa, bomb it, just get rid of them. And it's so much violence against seeing any type of change that is progressive that can help people who are not white. Like people aren't mad that Trump lost. They are mad that Negroes got out and voted. They cannot believe that we got our black asses up and went to vote in Georgia. Mm. Yeah, because that wouldn't have happened without black people. Absolutely not. Like Biden, Kamala, Y'all owe us. So like there better be some policy that is for black people, because if it wasn't for us, if it weren't for us, you all would not be elected. Same thing for the senators in Georgia. Also, it's funny because I saw a tweet from uh, Z-Way, who's like this really funny comedian. Um, she said, fun fact, the majority of majority of Southerners who fought and died during the Civil War couldn't even afford slaves. They were just convinced by white by the white aristocracy that black liberation would negatively affect them. If this sounds familiar, well then girl, I don't know. History has like nine themes. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yes. That fucking yeah, part. Very much. Their folks are feeling very much threatened, very much threatened. And I'm like, how have you not felt it yet? Y'all still live in trailers. I'm doing don't okay. don't do anything, Cooper. Ah, oh, yo, your boy Anderson oh Cooper God. showed his uh, generational wealth. Showed <laughs> it. Your generational wealth is showing Anderson. He said they're gonna go back to their Olive Gardens and their uh, Garden Marriott. What is that kind of Marriott car called? It's Mo- Court till six. Courtyard. A courtyard. Oh, <gasps> my generational wealth is showing. Facts, both of y'all. Hold on. What is it called? But here's the best part: some of them had some class, and they stayed at the Aquaba. That is the wildest. Oh, I need to hear the tea about that. Please, I keep forgetting to ask, y'all. My family owns bed and breakfast. We have one in DC. Apparently, these women, a group of women, drove 
through the night from Alabama to stay at the inn. And they're in there like, where's the owner? She seems fascinating. We love her story. Is she around? And my mom is telling the innkeeper like, don't tell them nothing about me. Tell them I'm not here. Don't tell them nothing about me. Don't answer no questions. My mom is going down for the inauguration. I'm like, oh my God, because there's people coming to stay. I don't know which people. Because at the time, people just booked like way, way in advance. We didn't know we were going to be in the heels of this fucking insurrection. Mm. Y'all. First off, the accent. (laughs) Wasn't that amazing? Where did I get that from? That was quite good. Good acting, Glenn. I also um, just wanted to add that I definitely Googled the distance from Alabama and DC. That's a 12 hour drive. So that is very much commitment to white supremacy. So I'll give them their kudos for that. Well, maybe they took spirit. We don't know that they drove. Oh um, but anyways, uh, when I was in an ADOS room, apparently there's going to be um, a protest at the inauguration of ADOS. Oh, no, 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 no. Like no. ADOS, ADOS is going to protest. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, I'm because praying. Kamala is not ADOS? No, oh. no, no, because they're oh. saying like Biden, I guess his hundred day plan does not specifically like he has something in there for I forgot what it's called, but it's not it's not specifically targeting reparations in the way that they want, Um, which honestly, you owe us. I mean, you owe ADOS. And black Thank people you. at large. Correct your language. And black people at large. I am the only ADOS American so descendant of slavery so in shade. this group. So am I. What? day is of Grenadian lineage. My grandmother. ADOS girl. Born here. Okay. <laughs> Glenn, you don't even know what ADOS is. Get out of here. You're I'm more ADOS than you too? at this point. Oh. Jo- join our room. Join our room. <laughs> right. Um, ADOS101.com. <laughs> what, I, what I did want to get into, though, is the fact that after all this happened, Twitter decided to ban Trump, then Facebook banned Trump, then Laura, everyone done banned Trump. I think he's banned off of Shopify, which is like hilarious. Like, I don't even he know. Is. Like, probably like, pin, like he can't pin. Pinterest, he's banned off of Shopify. He can't, he can't, you know, make a little MAGA page on Shopify, although I'm sure that there are plenty. So I think at this point, everyone just kind of wanted to join in with the joke. But there has been a lot of conversation around like, oh, well, I feel like this is too much in terms of um, impeding on people's First Amendment rights. So I wanted to get everyone's take on that. Yeah, did y'all see Carrie Hilson made this whole thing? She was like, all y'all are celebrating this, but this is very dangerous. Like we cannot be silencing people and people lit her up. Cause it's like, Trump's pages were were like banned or I don't even know what it's called. Like blocked in response to him literally like fueling that shit that we just saw last week like if you're going to fuel violence then you we can you cannot have a space on the internet that's very simple to me yeah i think that's simple too like when i was learning about freedom of speech the example that they would always use is like we have freedom of speech but like no you can't yell fire in like a big crowd that's not freedom of speech and so like when you're posting dangerous things and your reach is like millions and millions of people, then I think that's different. Um, I will say I am a Venezuelan person and um, my family there, like you literally can't say certain things, like it's very dangerous. So like, do I want it to get like that? No, but um, I think there's levels and I think his uh, social accounts deserved 
to be banned because what he's doing is obviously dangerous. And speaking of which, it wasn't just like them banging into a building, okay? So I was reading the Los Angeles Times because I was in an ADOS room and someone brought this thing up and I was like, why isn't anyone talking about it? But this black woman was attacked by um, a Trump mob in LA. Um, Her name is Berlinda Nebo. um, And it says, they were hurling racial slurs at her and pouring pepper spray hot like habaneros into her eyes and ears. Someone or something, perhaps the butt of a metal flagpole carrying a don't tread on me banner pummeled her in the shoulder, leaving circle shaped bruises all over her body. Um, They snatched her wig off. Um, there's these video big pictures of like this huge white dude, like like bear hugging this little black woman. Like, can you imagine? Like, Crazy. He Crazy. is inciting like actual violence against American citizens as the United States president. Like that's a, you're not just the president to your cohort of people. You're the president of the United States of America. It's disgusting. And I think Carrie, Carrie was like alluding to the fact that when big tech does these things they shadow ban they silence certain people i think she's talking about shaka bars to be honest because apparently she's a big shaka bars fan but anyways she's but like, he's on has, instagram this has happened yeah but like he will always be like oh like and comment this post because my previous post is getting um is getting it's not shadow ban there's a certain term like reported like, suppressed or whatever oh. um, and so she's saying you know when big tech does things like this it also has a reach to people like Ashoka Bars or individuals that are maybe more like on the left. But my comma but to all of that is for one, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, these are all privately owned companies. So if they wanted to say niggas can be on Twitter, they could turn around and and when I say niggas, I mean black people, they could literally do that if they so pleased. Obviously they're not- I wouldn't happen. that, But no, they would never do that. But they- are well in their right in terms of like the company that they have to do it. Now, is that racist? Could they probably get some lawsuits? Absolutely, but they could absolutely make whatever choice that they choose on their platform. So I think people are mixing and like convoluting freedom of speech on a private company with like freedom of speech in terms of like, you, to your point, Chelsea, like you can't just walk around and scream fire, but sure, like you can walk around and say whatever you want to say. You can voice whatever opinion you want to have, but you can't come on a private platform. You can't come on Black Girls Texting and say that. If we cut everything out of your interview because you are white supremacist, that is not impeding on your freedom of speech. You are on our program. So I think those things need to be distinguished. Like just because Facebook, Twitter, blah, 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 they have these policies, I don't agree with them, but they are well in their right because of them being private owned companies. However, I do see the side of, you know, this type of behavior definitely is done to people who have more kind of like out there leftist, liberal, dare I say, socialist, communist thought processes. And it's been happening. So this is nothing new. And I definitely think that that's problematic. But in this case, like it needed to be done. It could have been done ages ago. My my judgment is that like there's profit being made off of Donald Trump's tweets and, and the traffic going to his Twitter and the same for his Facebook. So people buy ads that are around along the lines of white supremacy. Fine, it's not a QAnon ad, but you can buy an ad for Make America Great Again t-shirts. So 
interesting now that he's kind of like on the outs that there isn't as much profit potential profit Ooh. to be made around him that's definitely some things that i've been seeing oh, that is a hot take a hot take hot take but not my take a lot of people have been saying this so i don't know it's interesting i i i feel like it's performative but i'm glad that it was done I mean, yeah, when you said even Pinterest hopped on the wagon, it's like, oh, all y'all want to hop on. But I did listen to the Daily earlier today and they were like, there's this rise of all of these like uh, sub social communities where like all of these white supremacists are trying to gather as they're trying to plan their next uprisings and like all the servers are crashing because they don't have a place to go. But as you were speaking, Shadi, I just started to think about like, it's almost, it's, I mean, Trump was like misusing social media since he stepped into his role. And it's it's odd the way like politicians use social media because it is like a personal platform. So I think we have to think about going forward, like looking at Trump as an example, like how politicians use it. Like, yes, it's a way to, to like directly engage with the public but because it's like right at your fingertips yes they do have these like press teams or whatever but clearly this dude was able to just have a phone in his hand and tweet whatever the fuck he wanted to there's like so much less control it's not like you're in front of the fucking cameras at a press conference and you start going off the fucking um off script and they can just cut off the the cameras or something you know like so much so much shit can just go out there so i guess in a sense like being able to cut him off is that type of I don't want to use the word censorship but it is like sort of it's protecting the public but I was talking to a friend of mine recently about like like truth recently and how Americans right now just have so many different types of understanding of what truth is like there are so many people right now that in their minds and hearts truly believe that this nigga won the election and like that is their truth so I don't know yeah. Like when 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 people are saying that Trump is telling lies, they're like, nah, like they're censoring his. This is you know, this is the whole. We're going back to fake news and all of this kind of stuff. Like, who's even say the news that we trust is real? I don't know. I'm going down a rabbit hole. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I always like to watch like different news sources and just see like what people are ingesting, like what information they're getting. Also, not to harp, but just rewind. I don't think it would. Facebook could ever kick every black person off. That wouldn't work because there's like discrimination laws and stuff. But anyways, for fast forward, um, I think your point about national security is a big one. Like imagine if Trump was like, I'm about to shoot missiles into Russia. He did shit like that with Iran. He said he was going to shoot missiles into Iran? No, but remember when they went and they killed like this huge military leader of Iran and then Iran said that they were going to retaliate. He then started tweeting about his retaliation and he's free. Like what the fuck? We were getting all scared. He he, like threatened them. But like, yeah, I guess that is a perfect example. Like what if based off of that tweet, like, yeah, that's like a matter of national security. Um, Iran was like, so I think, (laughs) yeah, so I think the sort of censorship, you know, that Trump is receiving is, I think that's, it's pretty constitutional because it's always like supposed to be America first, right? The people first. So his rights don't trump American safety and like our country's safety and stability. So fuck his rights. Um, 
I hope they tie him up and put him in jail. Yeah, you're right. He doesn't get to be an individual. He's a he's a like a he's a servant of the people. Absolutely. Exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah. All those people are. And yes, I, discrimination laws, 100. I I meant so more like lit- literally, like they can manipulate those things, and like it's not like I can go back in and be like. Nah. I see, um, <laughs> was, I see your point. But I see your point. Yeah, I was like, uh, um, but I, how are you all feeling? Like, you know, when I read that story about the woman in LA and just like, I don't know, when anytime like these things happen, like even walking home from the nail salon today after finding out that he could be impeached, impeached for real, you know, I'm in New York City, so things are different. But like, you know, how do you feel walking home? Like, do I need to cop some mace? You know, like, how do y'all feel? Do you feel safe? I'm concerned. I'm not even going to lie to you. My homegirl was like, yo, she goes by the Brooklyn Bridge. She said there's like people, like police officers in riot gear right now, like stand, like gathering in front of the Brooklyn Bridge. Um, and I'm supposed to go back to work in person next week on inauguration day and all this shit. And I'm like, can y'all let us work from home? This is ridiculous. I work downtown Brooklyn. Uh, all of these like Email official buildings. Concerns. It's ridiculous. Nah, people try and they're not saying nothing. They're talking about, oh, we're going to have, you know, Zoom meetings to just come together and gather. Isn't that interesting? Like, I remember when um, it was like around Juneteenth this or last year when all the like protests as it relates to like George Floyd and Breonna Taylor were happening. And I was like shocked. I was like, okay, my job is like talking about it, blah, 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 blah. And then like now it's just back to normal. Like, I'm dead ass. Like, this is crazy. January, what happened on January 6th? That was crazy. 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 Well, my job obviously had a lot to say, (laughs) seeing as to how they're making their plans of making Donnie blocked and blessed. But yeah, I, it's weird times. I don't necessarily feel unsafe, but that could just be my naivete. Um, I'm also not planning on leaving bed <laughs> so I feel okay. Um, even though I don't know, maybe some of these Black Lives Matter posters in people's windows could be lies and deceit. No, I'm kidding. Um, I think folks over here are generally liberal, liberal in air quotes, but I do definitely um, feel for people in other parts of the world where there is a lot more. Um, just like apparent racial tension and conflict. And like, it's not like Biden's going to get elected and then this is all going to get swept under the rug. Like this is going to be ongoing. Um, it is like a blessing in disguise, or I won't say that, I'll say silver lining is that it's like people are showing their ass and the racism that we have known to be true forever is so apparent. Like there's no, there's no way you could be like, oh, like I think everyone Girl, clearly see it. Speaking of Clubhouse, I wanted you guys to be in this room so bad. It was actually like an incredible room um, hosted by this woman. Shout out to Miss Queenie on Clubhouse. And um, it was a room between, it was on January 6th and the title of the room read something like uh, white people, like how are you all feeling right now? Like what's going on or something. And like initially I go into the room and I'm kind of confused, but Usually Clubhouse is super segregated and this room had like almost equal parts white and black people. Wait, say that again. They said white people, how are you feeling right now? Yeah, white people, oh, how are you feeling right now? I thought I'd And the room that. had the room had almost equal parts white and black people. And so basically Miss Queenie, who was like moderating the room, she was like, I'm just like, I feel like 
I just have to try something new. Like, obviously, if white people were going to read the books, they would have read the books by now. If they were going to do the history lessons, they would have done it by now, but they're not doing it. So I'm going to, you know, do the labor because I have it within me to do the labor. So what's going on? Like, how are you guys feeling about this? Blah, blah, blah. So this white guy gets on stage and he's like, well, you know, ever since Donald Trump, like they love thinking that racism started in 2016, Mm -hmm. many of them. So he's like, ever since Donald Trump, like this country has been showing the ugly side of racism. Like Donald Trump started all this, but, but I would like to know what can I do? What can I do? And everyone in the room is like, freaking out you know the black women are like I'm tired of answering this question what can you do it was just like a really interesting room but my point of that is saying you'd be surprised people like literally don't think that racism exists or didn't think it existed before Donald Trump yeah you know I'm I'm happy to hear that that conversation happened on there because I've definitely been in spaces where people are like, what can I do? And I, we've talked about this on the show so many times and I just like tense up and I'm like, yo, don't talk to me. I, you're like, you're blowing mine. I don't want to talk about this. Like I get, like, it just throws me off and you're right. Like I tell them, yo, go read white fragility, uh, (laughs) you know, but um, it's good that that, that they're open forums to this conversation. What I saw happening last night was similar types of like, dialogue but under the title the title heading was is there a civil war on the horizon there were like several conversations last night about that did you see those Chelsea maybe it was Monday but girl oh so what do people think do they think there's a so do you all think there's a civil war on the horizon I don't think the funding is um is there on the other side (laughs) I mean on our side we ain't got no guns true true but now people be acting fucking crazy and doing like hate crime increases absolutely right but do i think there's gonna be like a like a liberal on conservative or whatever you want to call it no not necessarily we're not gonna Um, take it to the streets this just in the breaking news the ceo founder co-founder ceo head of community at airbnb has announced that they have canceled all airbnb reservations in dc for inauguration weekend guests will be issued a full refund and hosts will still be paid in full for these canceled bookings i stand wait what about like all the aka's that just wanted to see kamala yeah i'm kind of thinking about that but because aren't they trying to push it to zoom though like they're trying to yeah i thought it was virtual virtual. so like y'all need to be staying home anyway coronavirus yeah, right. I would. If somebody said that they need to elope, go to Vegas. I'm dead. I'm like, absolutely. I don't need nobody knowing where the fuck I am, where I'm being inaugurated, Zoom or not. Like, this shit is not a joke. Now nah, you're right. They should do it in secret. They was gonna go in there and shoot up their boy Pence so that you know they they have no respect for Kamala, whose name they weren't even pr- pronouncing correctly. Oh my god! Come on now. Mm-mm. Also, like, what does that tell you? What about Trump's loyalty? Zero. I Pence was your guy. Yo, no, real quick, when he didn't Pence do what like, you said. Man. He couldn't do what you said. Like, I mean, it was ridiculous. I wish I could hear the shit that they'd be talking about each other. I wish. I wish. Like, well, I w- did. Mm. Did you all see the meme of um, Kaylee McEnany, Trump's like press secretary? Oh, with the no makeup. They said, yeah. no makeup. they said hair and makeup quit. They quit. They was on the outs. Saw that. I didn't... <laughs> it's hilarious. It's Ooh, she was good. looking very pink. Very just rough. 
listen, y'all, all we can do is pray, uh, thoughts and prayers. And I don't know. I hope America does see better days. Um, actually, I have a closing question, comment, concern. Do you ever think we can attain a post-racial society? Whatever that even means or looks like. Yeah, one day, I think so. Not in our lifetime. Um, I would look forward to a society that is not racist, like an anti-racist. I don't know what yeah, we mean when yes, we say post-racial, right? You know, like yeah, like does that mean race doesn't exist? Right, because I very much still want That's to have true. my blackness and all yeah. that, that me is. You know, I don't want to just be walking around being brown and just a body. <laughs> That's whack. <laughs> love brown bodies. What do you mean? The brown bodies. The brown, yeah, the brown, black, and brown bodies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I guess post racial society, that term is so loaded. It really is just like oblivion. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't know. I'm going to pray on it. I mean, yeah, no, right. people, people say it, but yeah, anti racist, anyway. TBD. Ooh. Um, well, everyone say your prayers and strap up, strap the fuck up. Let's jump into this. What would you do? Cause I just need something to lighten the tone. Yes. What would you do? So do we have a, what would you do this week? Yes. Okay. Here we go. So this person says, dear BGT, I love this show. Here's the situation. I was kind of sort of seeing this guy for a while, but we realized early on that it wasn't really a vibe. So we decided to just be friends. He's a writer. I'm a writer. I would send him my work. Um, he would come to some of my readings. And it was just that. A few months ago, he moved to Atlanta with his boyfriend. I would text him on occasion, check in and see how he was doing. He never replied to any of my texts. I figured he was just kind of busy or whatever. Anyway, the new year came by and I sent him a message, real sweet, just like, hey love, hope you're doing well. Happy new year, just wanna to, want to let you know that you're a beautiful spirit. So I'm real sweet because again, I respected him as a person. This boy replies to me, Hey, boo, just wanted to let you know that I'm not responding to you because I really want to respect my partner and it's no shade to you, but please, would you stop texting my phone? I'm really offended because we said from jump that we were only friends. I knew that we didn't have any chemistry. I was just texting him as a homie too. Why is he trying to come at me crazy? I don't even want nothing from him. We don't even live in the same city. I feel like I'm being rejected again. It's disrespectful. How would you reply? This is simple. Just stop texting him. He obviously don't want to text you. He doesn't even want a friendship with you. It does suck. I could feel the rejection, like in terms of like, oh, I thought we were at least friends. Um, but just stop texting him. Because if you continue texting him now, you just seem like a psycho stalker. I guess. I just feel it's so like, I mean, okay, yes. The person that wants to pr pr like, like uh, respect their partner, right? That's why they said that to you. But like, why can't you on occasion text this person? If it sounds like y'all were homies, right? Like y'all first started messing around. You decided early on that it wasn't going to work and you continued on as just friends. Why all of a sudden? And it sounds like you were still kind of cool even when this person got in a relationship. Why all of a sudden can you not still be cool? Because he literally told you to stop texting him. So it is what it is. Be blocked and blessed and stop texting him. And it his sucks. man was probably like, uh-uh. But 
it is what it is. Yeah, that's the thing. I think it's just mad corny. It's very corny to me. Like you can't just send a like happy new year and keep it pushing. It's not like I'm FaceTiming you or whatever, but I feel it. Yeah, move on. But didn't he say that he was sending him other text messages and he wasn't replying? Like it was too much. He did too much. Just leave it alone. Yeah. Get along. Don't don't be out here looking foolish and and texting after these people that want to be disrespectful to you. Correct. Um, I hope that was helpful. I got some posts Um, for you. Don't worry. (laughs) Anyways, guys, it's been a great, amazing show. Please follow us on Black Girls Texting on Instagram. Um, Also, if you have a listener letter, email us at hello at blackgirlstexting.com. Thanks for listening, y'all. It's been a great episode. Bye. 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 Thanks again for listening to Black Girls Texting. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Oh, and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out. Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting and we'll see you next week. Bye. Let's talk about Hyundai. Do you guys love driving a sporty, fabulous car with great gas mileage? Guess what? Hyundai has done something amazing because they questioned absolutely everything to create the best Tucson ever. Every inch of the all-new Tucson Hyundai has been completely reimagined, resulting in an SUV loaded with available innovations both inside and out. I mean, from the design to the technology to the safety, so important for me as a mom, every aspect of the new Tucson has been improved upon. The SUV has been completely redesigned inside and out to create the best Tucson ever. It's so cute. It's so sporty. It comes in great colors. Plus there's so much tech. Unbelievable. If you guys have not seen this new Hyundai, this is the time to check it out. The brand new reimagined Tucson Hyundai. Learn more at Hyundai.com. That's H-Y-U-N-D-A-I.com. Hyundai.com. For the ones standing guard, for the eagle-eyed, for the knights in shining armor, and for all those who support them, we are Granger, your experienced safety partner, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com slash safety, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, I'm Jonathan Shokrian. I was inspired to start MeUndies because I was sick and tired of all the underwear brands out there that didn't feel like they represented me. I wanted to recreate underwear and make it comfortable, fun, and expressive. If MeUndies had one rule, it would be just be yourself. Self-expression is a big part of our company because we want everyone to feel like they can represent themselves. It's all about me. Our original fabric is made out of micromodal. Many have a hard time even just pronouncing it, but it's so soft and buttery you just want to rub it on your face. MeUndies comes out with more prints than any other underwear brand in the world. New prints every week. Some of my favorite prints are Funny Bones, our 420 prints, and even St. Patrick's Day. Best of yet, we offer MeUndies in sizes extra small to 4XL, so there's something for everybody. If you've never tried MeUndies, we want to give you 15% off plus free shipping. Just go to MeUndies.com slash J-O-N. That's MeUndies.com slash John.